So we'll start with a quote that I heard Benjamin Hardy, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, say today. Um, and he said that if you want to know like where you're at and where your goals are at, just notice what you've accomplished. And what he means by that is, for so many of us, we don't feel like we are getting to the places we want to get to. But when we look at what we're committed to, right, the success that we have, and that is in our pleasure or misery, wherever that is, it starts with a commitment. This commitment to I am and is that loved, I feel I am successful. I am not able to, right? I can. It starts with a thought. And just like with anything else in interior design, a lot of things take organization. And if we want to achieve something specific and we feel like it's not in our reach and it could be as simple as and for me I feel like one of the most important things for me is elevating the quality of the present how much can I be here now how content can I be in my body right now no matter what's going on around me, no matter the noise. But for so many of us, we're reaching for a future or past self. And we've talked about this in shadow and egos. We're reaching for either this ego or shadow, a person we used to be or a person we want to be, rather than the person that we are. And then the other part is we allow the successes and the failures to define us. That means we are only content if, right? And it's like almost like that door that we won't let happiness in unless certain things are present. So then what ends up happening is that we end up with a very specific narrative in our life. And for some of us, we'll ask like, well, why are we still here? Why, why I've tried so hard, why is this still happening? And the response really is, if we don't try something else, right? A different approach is gonna create a different response. So you definitely need Siata Dishmaya, and this is something that I feel like is such a big part of this experience, is knowing that in this world, there's a certain amount of tsar, there's a certain amount of pain, there's a certain amount of struggle that is there for each and every one of us. And for every single one of it's, us, it's different. Something that Hashem, as a creator, when he created us, 
decided that there's something we are going to go through. And always having that reminder that just like with Mitzrayim or Mashiach, you never, there is not even one ounce of extra pain, right? It's like when that moment comes, the door opens. The door just opens. And for every single one of us in our lives, we've had that moment. We've had that struggle. And we were trying to, it's like almost like a monkey on the back. Just trying to get rid of it, trying to get rid of it. And it just won't shake, right? when we can understand that it's part of the experience but it doesn't define us right that's the misconception when we create the suffering around it right so there's the pain and then the suffering so there's the facts of the reality of where we are in our experience but then it's how are we allowing it to define us? So I heard a really um, great story yesterday. There was this guy that really struggled with anger. He had an issue with his anger where when he would get angry, he would, um, it was, it was very, very destructive. So he went to a Rav and he asked, it was like a Rebbe, he asked him, he went and he goes, I, I'm struggling with this trait. Um, I, I need help getting rid of it. It's destroying everything in my life. So he, don't, he told him to wait in the waiting room and he let him wait and he let him wait. And then he called the shamash in and he told him to, he said, okay, I want you to um, make him, like make him angry. Um, try to kind of nudge him. I need to see what he looks like when he explodes to know what I'm dealing with. So the shamash goes out and he accidentally spill, not accidentally, but he spills like a cup of tea on him. And the guy gets up and brushes it off and the shamash is like, I'm so sorry. It's like, it's okay. And just wipes it down. And he doesn't get upset. And then the rev calls him in and he goes... Like, why, why in that kind of situation did you not react at all? And he goes, because I, because I, I overheard you telling the Gabai to make me angry. So I knew that it was a test. So I understood. So the point of that story is that when we understand Right? When we when we know something's the reason, right? or if we know something's good for us, there's a different kind of relationship that we have with the experience. And more than the relationship, it's the reaction. Right? So we feel insecure if somebody says something to us that, like if it's a comment, if somebody makes a comment, 
and we feel hurt. If we're feeling that hurt, it's because there's something about that, that comment that we are sensitive to, right? But for things that we, if somebody's going to argue with you that the sky is blue, right? If I say, um, the sky's not blue, it's green. It's not even an argument. It's not even a, it's not even up for negotiation because we know that the sky is blue. Yeah, when there's sunset, there's other colors there, but it's kind of almost an obvious, like it's a known fact, right? And something that is, that we are certain about is usually non-negotiable. Coming back to our struggles, coming back to the challenges that show up in our life, The angle here is about understanding that they don't define us. When we are in a certain space and we are experiencing something specific, it doesn't define you as a human. What defines you as a human is the relationship to yourself, the compassion you have for yourself, the openness you have in the experience rather than saying, oh, that defines me. So something really, really simple. Um, somebody communicated something about money, which is something we, I think we all kind of always are measuring ourselves by. And they communicated something about like, yeah, they're struggling as, you know, with, with money. And, I, and, and And the first thought that came to mind was, well, when this person goes out into the day, right? If we define ourselves as poor or <laughs> as struggling with money, with finances, there's this natural restriction, right? Because what we're focusing here is on the sensation and the relationship with ourselves in those spaces. So thinking of a lack of funds, for example, when you think I don't have enough or I'm not sure if I can afford whatever that is, whatever, whatever it is, there's this sense of restriction that, that we embody. It builds within the body itself. There's tension. Then there's that social status of, um, do I fit into a certain category when I am in that space? How do others see me? But when we re-realize that, like if, if you thought of like Hashem as your bank, right? And he just gives you what you need when you need it. There's this abundance that's, that's available. If we trust that we will have everything we need. If we trust that we don't see everything but we begin to build this inner, this inner openness and fluidity where we stop restricting ourselves by the ideas or the judgments. 
and we tried to practice this openness in the moment, things begin to change. So we're gonna do like a little kind of uh, exercise here. And so I want you to take a moment to just again, soften into the space, relax the shoulders and the eyes. I want, to, I want you to think about something that you might be struggling with now. Something that you are in the process of. Something that you don't have any clarity on. Notice how it feels within. Notice if there's movement, the emotions, just notice the navigation, if there's insecurities attached. Now take a moment to take a deep breath, fill that space, and then I want you to exhale and blow and release. Release some of that tension. And using the confident self, using your best intuition, using your inner guide, if you got to see yourself on the other side of this experience, where would you be? So think about where you would be standing physically if it's a project or an accomplishment, visualize that goal in detail. So visualizing yourself, even like what you would be wearing, what the weather would be, who would be around you. If it's a project, visualize, just visualize it coming together what would that final piece look like? If you had the money you needed, you had no obstacles, you were in optimal health, notice how that is. Notice where that is. This is the person outside of ego, right? The, the ego can come in and start shaving pieces of who we are. This person, this person, this confidence, this stance, this flow, this connection, this, this presence, this mind and body, is available to you at all times. That clarity. You are that person. All you need to do is step into that. And know that the achievements will follow in the sense that the outcome's not up to us. The outcome is never up to us. 
how we interact is up to us. How much we choose to be a part of the journey is up to us. How much we want to fall in love with the journey is up to us. And if we truly believe that it is good for us, if we truly believe that there is something great waiting for us. So I heard another amazing quote, which was that sometimes it's not like something better is even waiting for you, right? So when we're in a space where we minimize our goals, we're like, we're just gonna be happy with the little things, right? Which obviously is important, but just noticing the energy restriction. So when we're able to step into those bigger spaces and be like, maybe something even greater is waiting for us. What we can do is step into expansion every single day. Engage with that person. Engage with our inner connection and rather than measuring our values by the things that go on around us it's how much love can I infuse into my day today how much can I fall in love with the experience So when we have a healthy relationship with Hashem, we trust that he's a parent, right? So for all of us, we have different relationships with our parents. And some parents are more supportive and some are less. Some believe in us more and some believe in us less. And some of our parents don't even know our potential. Some parents aren't able to celebrate the great humans that we are but Hashem is and he always knows and it's important for us to know that that he can see our greatness if we're here in this world we are an important piece of this universe and being us being here makes a difference. So knowing that we need to build that really healthy relationship with Hashem. Connect with him on that level that like you have to create a healthy relationship. So it's not like, oh, he's punishing you. Oh, he's making you suffer. It's if we go into that really fully surrendering and saying, I trust, I really trust you, right? So human humans can be flawed. You know, the people in our life can do the best they can with what they've been given. But Hashem's not flawed. There's no flaws there. So when we're completely submissive to that trust, what happens then? And knowing that He won't give us an ounce of pain an extra ounce, right? So knowing that he sees your full potential, 
he acknowledges that full potential and it's just up to you now to step into it and you deserve to feel it at all times you deserve to experience it at all times and if you find that you're struggling just ask you know um, one of the greatest things that I've taught my kids that I found was so important was just as much as it is a responsibility for them to take care of themselves to be able to eat every single day and keep their hygiene in check right their sleeping schedule as they step into adulthood one of the things that makes us an adult is being able to notice pay attention to when something isn't right when we're not feeling aligned and communicate it it doesn't mean we have to tantrum or make other people uncomfortable or gaslight anyone it's just making sure that we've communicated now if it changes that's a whole nother story and that's another another topic but being able to know and at least with Hashem like communicating say look these are my struggles I'm not I'm not sure why um, I don't have answers but once we understand that clear cut struggle what we're able to do is take take that acknowledge it and then ask say I don't I don't know why I'm not sure how long I'm not sure what you need from me in this space. But our job is to try to do the best we can with what we have. We play different when we're successful. And sometimes struggle gives us this sense of we need others when we are successful a lot of times we'll come to that conclusion that we've done it alone the beauty of stepping into the space of a struggle is acknowledging that we need the people around us and the people around us need us and the beauty of Yiddishkeit in general the beauty of living in a Jewish community is that we're never alone sometimes we might feel alone there might be this sense of isol isolation but we always work as a community right every single one of us are accountable every single one of us are valued and it's not about again it's not about somebody communicating that specifically to you but it's always remembering that we're not alone right every single one of us it's have been either assisted or have assisted and we all show up and do the best we can and that's what's really really special about about that um and that is something also always to know so what coming back to the topic and i'll leave you with this thought so just taking that time to also know and this is something that's really, really important. This is like, this is a key element of, and will bring everything together. Is 
sometimes when we struggle or when we are successful, and this is not sometimes, this is always, from a spiritual sense, when we are, when we feel deficient, whatever that deficiency is, or we have a need and we need others' help, it gives other people the opportunity to step in and help. And that's the concept of chesed. Sometimes it's not about us. Sometimes it's about them. Them stepping out of their comfort zone. So it's like saying somebody with money helps somebody else. Somebody with um, anything, right? But you could have, you could almost feel like you have nothing and still step out into the street and give someone a smile and that smile be worth more than anything in the world. So knowing that you have something that somebody needs and stepping into your day, and this is what I try to do every single day, there's there are certain areas that, yes, I'd love to advance in my life, but they are not available to me right now. So I communicate with Hashem and I say, look, these are the things I'd love, and it would be a schos to be in those situations. I would love to be in here, X, Y, and Z. But that is not today. And it, if it is today, I'm going to be grateful. I will be wonderful, and I will, I will welcome it. But without those things, I'm going to look into my arsenal and say, what do I have? So I don't have those things, but I have other things. What are those things that I have? And this is one of those things. That I have something that I can share with you. This practice. And I get to do it with love and joy and support. And know that it makes a difference. It makes a difference. For me, for all of you, the, the great community we've all built. So as you move into your day, notice where you're giving, where you're receiving that relationship. I know it's not always about you. Sometimes it's about the other person getting the opportunity to step in and your energy being supportive is able to help that person get to the next place. So thank you so much for joining this practice. I'm just going to mention that we're coming, we're in a couple months, we're going to have to renew the, the phone line, which was funded by all of you for the year. So we're going to have to renew it for another year. Um, and if that is something you would like to contribute to, um, please let me know because I'm not in a position to, again, I give this practice. I can give this practice, but I'm not in a position to pay the, the entire fee, which is, you know, close to a grand to make it all happen. So if, if you're able to contribute, um, it would make a huge difference. And this is, everybody's listening at this point because um, we have the phone line on as well. Just let me know. Um, you know, there are many, many women that aren't on the internet that 
show up on the phone on a daily practice and they're and that's a beautiful thing and I want to make sure that they have access to this experience as well so again thank you so much <laughs>